Hey there, welcome to another episode of Content Strategies in Sweatpants. If you're tuning in, I'm sure you're a small business owner who is ready for easy to implement digital marketing strategies. Here at Penny Marketing, we focus on advising and assisting business owners with social media marketing, content marketing, buyer psychology, and funnel optimization. And if you're new here, hey, I'm Marissa Panay, I'm your host, and it is my mission to make you feel at ease and confident in your marketing. Now let's do this. Do you guys love the new intro? Because I do. In today's episode, we are talking about content to fill your marketing funnel. This is my jam, man. Okay, so you've probably already seen those illustrations of like the top of funnel, middle funnel, bottom funnel, yada, yada, yada. There's always different ways that people refer to these different stages. But for this episode, I refer to everything as awareness, consideration, and conversion. Those are the three parts of the funnel. Um, awareness would be the top, consideration middle, and conversion would be the bottom of the funnel. So when we are creating this content, you have the number one thing you need to think about is you have to be strategic about where you're going to put your content creation efforts when building this funnel out. And the reason being is not all content is created equal. People are entering and exiting your funnel at different stages simultaneously. So your top of funnel content isn't what's going to be what instantly converts your prospect into a paying client. And your bottom of the funnel content isn't going to resonate with new prospects enough to make a sale. So if you just listen to this, you're probably like, well, what the hell, Marissa? What does convert clients? So let's do a little story time example because it all works together. And I found that it helps to visualize like an actual situation, stimulation, whatever you want to call it. Um, so let's start thinking with a SEO blog post, right? So you post your blog post on the internet. It is optimized for all the keywords that your ICA is searching for. And they type their problem into Google. Now, ding, 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 you reach the first page of Google. They found your blog post. They click over. They have never heard of you before. And they're just like, whoa, hot damn, this lady knows her stuff. So they dig into your content. They read the blog post, probably just skimming articles, headlines, H1, H2 tags, you know, you know the drill. We all do it. But they are like, this is actually super knowledgeable and I'm going to come back to this on another day. So let me just follow them on the Instagram, on the gram, you know. So they found your blog post, they pop on over to the gram and the next day you're not on their mind at all. They just had that moment of, wow, this is good content. Let me follow them. The next day they see your content on their Instagram feed and they're like, oh, hey, I like this. And they click over to learn more. And the reason it's the next day is because when you follow someone new, Instagram always puts their content first for whatever reason. Um, I feel like that is uh, Instagram specific. <laughs> I haven't really noticed that on other platforms, but who knows? Um, but when I first follow somebody, I just see all of their content. Even if it was posted a few days ago, it's like right there on top. Granted, the algorithm changes all the time. And by the time you listen to this episode, that might not be true anymore. But anyway, for the sake of this example, so you, they click over to your profile, right, to learn more about you. And you're expecting this. You know that someone who sees your content is going through your funnel and they're going to be like, all right, let me see more. So you have your link in the bio already there with a lead magnet or something to capture their email address in exchange for some gated content. Boom. Okay. Now we've got a new subscriber 
and your ICA is being nurtured within your welcome sequence and they start learning more about you and your offerings and they're starting to trust you like they had no idea who the hell you were so after a few weeks or a few months of this type of content they're saying okay you know there has been constant value being provided for free in my inbox every single week I've been seeing their Instagram posts I've been checking on their blog posts and they they see you as an authority figure now, right? So your ICA can now trust you. And more importantly, they can trust you with their hard earned cash. Those dollar dollar bills are hard to come by. So when someone trusts you enough to give you their money, you are your golden. That is where you want to be. So now when you launch a new product and you email them a direct link to the sales page and they read every dang word because they're beginning more and more excited saying like, oh my God, this is finally the chance where I can get even more. Like she has provided so much value for free. I am in it to win it. I love it. Okay, I'm reading every line of this sales page. I'm falling more in love with this product. Okay, here are those credit card digits. Customer acquired. So they dive into your new program. They take a photo. They tag you on Instagram. You share it. Show some social proof while your launch is going on. That social proof share just helps push another ICA who is currently in your email nurture phase. Helps them make the leap into the product. And plus, your original ICA that went through this entire funnel, they shared a photo on their Instagram, which sparked one of their followers to simply follow you on Instagram. So now they're starting at phase one. The They inspired someone who is in phase two, and then your customer just went one, two, three, right? So what happened? We pushed one ICA through the entire funnel. That one ICA helped convert a middle of the funnel prospect to the sale, and they also brought in another prospect into the top of funnel. Long story short, when your content works for your funnel, your funnel works for your business, which is why I love marketing funnels. And clearly this was a very linear example and nothing really ever works from going A to B to C and all that. But for sake of example, I hope you got the picture. So now let's talk about the actual content that we will be using to fill our funnel. So in the top of the funnel, which is the awareness phase, these are your SEO driven blog posts. So these are short form um, answer questions quickly, but adequately blog posts that you can rank on Google for. These also can be longer, um, but there are a lot of H1, H2, H3 tags that break it down into easily digestible content. This is also your guest feature. So if you are a um, guest on a blog, somebody else's blog, if you are a guest on a podcast episode, um, which leads into the next type of content, which is podcast episodes, um, as well as social media content. This is all awareness based top of funnel content. Your middle of funnel content, your consideration phase is your how-to article. So these are also SEO-driven blog posts, but these are longer. They take more time. It's more of a commitment for your audience to make. Um, so that's why they are middle of funnel, not top of funnel. Now, again, the SEO blog posts and how-to articles, they, they pretty much go through the entire funnel. But the way that I like to break it down is it's more an investment. So you either have gated content, which is something where your audience has to give you an email address or something in exchange for the content. And what I like to think of is in, for the how-to articles in the second phase of the funnel, they are giving you their time in exchange for this beefy article. 
The other part of middle of funnel consideration content is webinars, live events, um, things where it is, again, someone is giving you their time and it's not just a quick one, two, three hit on Instagram or just like clicking on a blog post or Pinterest pin and reading the headlines and leaving, right? And then also at this point, it's chances are in order to get your gated content to sign up for your webinar or anything that requires a commitment, Typically, this is to get onto your email sequence. So then you'll have your nurture emails, which are doing the back end work while your front facing work um, is nurturing on the front. You have your nurture emails nurturing on the back end, right? And then we have our bottom of the funnel. So this is after they consider you, you go into conversion. So at this point in the funnel, and again, these are not like, (laughs) let me back up. Before I get into the bottom of the funnel content, I just want to clarify that it's not like they see one social media post, they subscribe to one lead magnet, and then boom, they're in bottom of the funnel. People stay in the top and middle of your funnel for extended periods of time. It is only those that truly are resonating, like your ideal, ideal client that will go from like top of funnel to middle funnel very quickly. And again, you're still going to have a few weeks or a few months in middle of funnel before they go down to bottom of funnel. And still, some people never make it all the way to the bottom of the funnel. You will have people that enter your funnel that never reach the bottom and they're never gonna buy from you. That was never their end goal. They are just there to soak up the top of funnel and middle of funnel content. So you have to keep that in mind that not everyone who enters your funnel will exit. And some people will go top of funnel, middle funnel, stay there for a little while. Then they'll be like, forget about you. And then they'll find you again. They'll enter your funnel, top of funnel again. So you have to think about nothing is very linear in this realm. This is just an easy way to visualize and illustrate the different types of content. So Going into bottom of funnel conversion content, this is the content that not many people think about in terms of content. This is your services webpage. These are your sales pages. These are your testimonials, your case studies. These are the things that are the basically the light switch from becoming a like an avid consumer of your content to saying, yes, I want to be a customer. These are the things that essentially convert (laughs) your prospects into customers. And the reason why this is still content is your services webpage has to, has to, has copy, has imagery. It is the exact same thing. You're still telling a story. You're still explaining what you're doing. You're still doing everything that you would do in, let's say a social media post or a blog post, but in a condensed or elongated format where you're either saying, here's what I do, here's how I serve you, Or if it's a sales page, here's what this product is. This is how your life is going to get better from it. Here are some examples, aka your testimonials. Creating testimonials is a work of art in itself. Just saying, hey, can you write me a testimonial? You're going to get some trash testimonials. And I know some of you have been there. It comes up with creating a form and having specific strategic questions to ask. That way their answers are more aligned to the answers that you want to put on a sales page. So coming up with those testimonial questions so your clients can actually answer with more than just, I liked working with her. She was nice. (laughs) Like You know what I mean? And then again, case studies. So having 
um, a well thought out client experience and onboarding process and offboarding process. So you can basically see from 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 start to end what happened, taking screenshots in the beginning, taking screenshots at the end, integrating those testimonials and creating these beefy case studies that actually show value. These are the things that take more time to create that most people just think like, oh yeah, 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 I'll get to that whenever I get to it. But no, that needs to be integrated into your content strategy because those are the light switch moments that are going to go, okay, I'm going to, um, that, that's what sold me, you know? So just to give you a rundown of an example of the content again, top of funnel, blog post, guest features, social media, podcast episodes, middle of funnel, beefier uh, how-to articles, gated content, aka lead magnets, webinars, live events, and then your nurture emails, and then your bottom of funnel is like your services, web page, your sales web pages, your landing pages, your testimonials, your case studies, things like that. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I just want to remind you that this episode is made possible by my free content creation planning kit, which is your blueprint to getting started with content marketing. You can grab your free copy in the show notes or you can visit marissapanay.com forward slash content dash creation dash kit. Thank you so much for tuning in and I hope to see you next time.